Hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into this time and space and being here with yourself, being here with me, being here with spirit essence. Three of the same thing. So on this episode, I am going to talk about happiness and joy. My goal in life is to be happy. Because I battled with quote-unquote what we call depression for so long I realized that's all I really want is to be happy and that's what everyone else wants too but we're not taught to be happy and we're not taught how to be happy (laughs) I'm taking a walk in the forest right now and I have no shoes on and my dog has no collar or leash on save your judgments but it's it's funny Uh, watching him run up to dogs and people being like oh and as I watch him run up to this dog hi oh okay oh thank you yeah so (laughs) as I watch my dog Emmett run with no leash I'm reminded about the link between freedom and happiness for me freedom is happiness I've been in psychiatric um, inpatient and they had me locked up and I would look out the window and think I'd rather be free like these animals who are locked up in a zoo they say oh no but we keep them safe and they have uh, food given to them they are given shelter they are given all these things so they're safe in here but I would much rather be free and be in danger than be controlled and have my freedom taken away. When I got my first therapist years and years ago in my teens, she was the only therapist that I really, really connected with out of probably like the three I had. And one thing she told me is, you just have to do what you want to do. So my parents would try to make me do things and I'd be like, no, it doesn't align with my happiness, so I'm not going to do it. Hi, baby. Hi, now. So cute. Hi. So they would say, oh, do this, clean your room. Well, I don't want to right now, so I wouldn't do it. And that's kind of where I started on this, wait a minute, F you all, I'm going to do what I want because I want to be happy. And if I have to work to be happy, whatever the reason may be, Maybe it's because how I was raised. Maybe it's because of my environment. Maybe it's just I was born that way. But regardless, it weighs on my chest and I must work for it not to hold me under the water. And so what I do to keep myself afloat and to keep myself happy is between me and myself. I don't have to explain that to anyone. I don't have to worry about what others think of it because it's none of their business, truthfully. If it makes me happy, then why does it matter what other people think of it? Everyone has a different opinion and their opinion is only a result of their own perspective, not a result of how things actually are if they were viewing it from my point of view.
When I went to Christian middle school, something um, they taught us is about joy. And they taught us about the difference between joy and happiness. That was a really profound lesson for me. Joy is this, I would compare it to neutrality. The wind is agreeing with this. Just a very calm, it feels like glowing inside my chest. Rather than happy, I, I go and buy something, I feel happy. That's that dopamine. And I think as a culture, they tried to take this joy away from us or whatever you want to call it, this contentment. And they replaced it with this temporary happiness, with maybe this validation, with the ways that we fill the void, the ways we feed the ego buying things or getting validation from others almost like feeding the ego and feeding the soul of course there are two integral parts of us so if we reject one then we are going to suffer if we didn't have the ego then we wouldn't be human we wouldn't be able to be human We do not kill the ego. We stay mindful of the ego. We do not let the ego run the show, but we do not condemn. Condemning any part of the self is going to create some division, some suffering, because we are resisting what is. Awareness is our superpower. This is a line you will hear me say again and again, because it just keeps coming up, it just keeps coming to me. Awareness is our superpower. So just going about our day, being aware of what we are doing, how we are feeling, what our motives are. Why are we doing the things we are doing? How is it affecting us? How is it affecting other people? Not in a way that we are giving away our power thinking about how other people are going to react and respond but in a aware way in a way that we are aware that we are just one single particle part of a huge wave something that has been on my mind the past couple days infrequently over the past couple weeks is what we the energetic frequency that we are sending out that we are feeling even within ourselves is being rippled to everyone else. So when I am just being quiet, if I am negative in my mind and I am so pissed off and I am all these different things, that is how I am affecting the collective. Awareness is our superpower and most of what exists we don't see. That scientific fact that I love, like less than 1% of the visual light spectrum, spectrum and the auditory spectrum we only experience like, you know, something like one to three percent, something crazy. So science, quote unquote, you know, it's a lot of science. But anyways, science shows us that most of what exists, we do not experience. It's all energy. It's all unseen energy. So are we sending off a good vibe? Are we influencing others in that way? Recently, this I'm recording this during Mercury Retrograde and I had a really tough time during Mercury Retrograde. 
Um, I dealt with a lot of reoccurring depression and sadness. I posted a video about this on my TikTok. But I talked about how every Mercury retrograde, I just get hit with this wave of sadness, just this depression. And this is something that I have struggled with my whole life. And I'm reminded how to deal with it. I don't let it get comfortable. I fight off against it. I I don't, I mean, fighting it, you know, you don't want to fight the self, but even though I experience it, I'm not going to indulge in it. I'm not going to let the void get comfortable. I'm going to actively take steps so I can go in the other direction, which is happiness, which is joy. What makes me feel calm? What makes me feel peace? What makes me feel at ease? What makes me feel love? Not the love that you get when, you know, it's in a relationship and oh my goodness, they texted me or that kind of like a two second love, but the calm love, just the happy to be alive love. You know the feeling? You're just like, wait, I actually really enjoy this. Maybe you're walking in a forest and you look up and you see all the colors and you're just like, wow, I'm happy to be alive. Or maybe you're just with your friends and you just feel such a good vibration and without saying anything, you just are so thankful. Maybe you're with your family and you're watching a movie and you're laughing. Or maybe you're by yourself in your room and you're just cuddled up in your bed and you have some tea and you're just like, wow, I'm really happy right now. That neutral joy. And maybe that means telling everyone you're not going to hang out. And maybe they get mad at you. Maybe you cancel plans on everyone. Who gives a fuck? Honestly. Okay? And if people can't respect your decision, then are they aligning with what you are trying to create? Remember freedom. You don't owe anyone anything. You do not owe anyone anything, period. No matter what, this is your life. You can do whatever you want. And if you say, I can't do something, that is just a limitation that you have imposed on yourself. That is not reality because the truth is you can do anything. You truly can. Of course, there are repercussions. Everything has a cause and effect, simple laws of the universe. But you can do whatever. If you are allowing yourself to be affected by others' opinions, that is because you are engaging in that dynamic. If you set the example of how you're going to be with others, say, I'm going to do my thing, you do your thing, then they're going to respect that and they are going to respond in that way. Maybe the dynamics will change, but it is for the best. People who feel free around each other, usually that is reflecting the essence of love. Love is freedom. And say oh well I uh, don't know if this is love or I do not know if this is attachment you can love is never lacking no matter what there is always love love is the neutrality oh goodness it's, they hate to see a girl boss winning aka they hate to see my dog off the leash Emma come 
They really do. The same way they hate to see free people. They get mad because they have imprisoned themselves. They have put these limitations on themselves. They have put themselves in a box. They have chosen to be unhappy. And so seeing someone who is free and happy, it triggers because they're reflected of what they wish they could have. You know, like if your parents are like, why do you, why do you keep doing, why do you keep going out? Why do you keep going on trips? Why do you keep going to festivals? Well, no, 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 you just have to work. Like it, it's because they, they might feel even jealous of you and you might feel, why are they mad at me? Why are they being mean to me? Because you are reflecting the freedom that they did not experience. You are reflecting the joy that they did not allow themselves to have. People who are happy and free are not going to try to control others. If someone is trying to control you, it's because they try to control themselves. In a similar way, when we try to control the scope of our life, the path of our life, we're going to be met with some resistance. We are co-creators and we do have power and we do have free will. However, whatever higher source you believe in, your higher self, God, the universe, whatever you, whatever label you put on it, I personally see everything is laid out in our highest good already. So trying to control it or resist it only creates suffering. Remembering suffering is resisting what is. So we do not have the choice to feel in pain and when we feel that pain, it is in our best interest to experience it, observe it as it comes in, not letting it get comfortable because, like I've said before, Miss Void is very clingy. So if you make her a cup of tea, then she's going to want to sit down. And she sits down on the couch, and then she takes her shoes off. And then she lays on the couch, and she wants to watch a movie. And then all of a sudden, it's a week later, and you feel like Miss Void runs your house. But you just were trying to be nice. You were just, you know. So as she comes in, you let her know your boundaries. Okay, I'm, I'm watching you. Awareness is our superpower. We put on our goggles and the self. We go introspectively. We open our third eye. We say, what's going on? Okay, I'm feeling this, feeling this. And then being aware of, okay, that's enough, you know. Letting it run its course, but knowing that this emotion is not you. This is just a wave that is passing through you, a wave that is passing through the collective. And being on top of that, it's a job. Being, you know, being in that state of joy, living a life you enjoy, healing the heart so you may be free is a job. I don't want you to feel like you have to do it because when we feel obligated to something and we feel like we have to, it feels like a drag but rather a choice. We have the opportunity to create our own reality by programming the computer, our brain. We are coders. By the words we choose to say, by the thoughts we choose to entertain. Of course, there are a million thoughts per day running through our head. Which ones are we going to let pass the gate into the unconscious? We think, oh, I am ugly in passing. We see that thought, but we do not say, yes, that is true. We just see the thought. 
we put on our third eye goggles awareness is our superpower and say okay i see those thoughts that uh looking down upon the self those feelings but then we have the feelings oh my goodness i look great and i'm so amazing we say yes you can come in please come in because whatever thoughts we let in let in past the gate to our unconscious whatever thoughts we accept they are going to blossom they are going to create fruit they are going to multiply So maybe we don't have a choice on the different thoughts we experience, but we do have a choice on the different thoughts and emotions we want to emphasize on. Remember, there is never a lack of love. Love is the baseline. Love is neutrality. Love is the frequency in which the universe exists upon. So if you are trying to look for love, do not look, do not go searching. Simply remember, simply recognize, put on your third eye goggles. Awareness is your superpower. Are you being aware of the love in this moment? Recentering by bringing back, remember the mind, body, spirit, the Trinity. Are you giving your body love? Are you giving your mind love? Remember. Mr. Bread, the ego, I'm not sure if you know what I'm talking about, but I compare the ego to Mr. Bread. And Mr. Bread needs a lot of massages because he's a little neurotic. The mind is a little bit neurotic. And if you do not take care of the mind, then he's going to become more neurotic. You must take care of the mind. You must be mindful. You must be aware. Awareness is your superpower. When is the mind replaying things? When, it, when is it trying to sabotage you? And then what about the soul? Feeling of sadness, what do you need? Do you need a conversation with a family member? Do you need to go out in nature? Do you need to take a moment by yourself? Do you need to write things down? Do you need to write things you are grateful for? What are you putting your attention on? What are you putting your awareness on? You can focus on all the bad feelings you have, but you don't have to. You can focus on the good feelings. And if you don't have any of those, then you create them because you are a creator. Everything that exists is within you. You just must tap into it. If you are feeling a resistance to tapping into good feelings, asking yourself why. I saw a quote recently that said, people stay in hell because all the street signs are familiar. Mr. Bread the Ego only likes what he's comfortable with, only likes what he has known before. Humans, we are creatures of habit. So if we are used to these low feelings, then we will continue to replay these low feelings because it is comfortable. Growing pains. When you grow, you, you feel pain within your body. It's not comfortable. That's the same way with the spirit, with the mind, with the heart, with the body. You know, when your muscles get sore, it's the same way you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable when you are doing these affirmations and you may not believe them and your subconscious is rejecting them. But you keep pushing. You may feel uncomfortable going on a walk without your phone. You may feel uncomfortable talking to a higher source. Whatever it may be, whatever self-care, it may not feel normal. But that's where the work comes in. That's where the job comes in. I'm going to do this because I know the effects of it. And as someone who has been happy and sad, 
it's so much more enjoyable being happy once you break that threshold and then once you start putting in the work of course it's a it's a constant job you know you can't just do it for three months and then be done but when it comes back the sadness it's going to be so much easier and so much more comfortable to get back on that to get back on the uh, happiness the joy path because you already have the tools you know what works for you and your subconscious is not forming a completely different route it's going a different route than before but it's a route that it has walked before you understand so it has done this before the affirmations maybe you haven't done it in a year but you already took the first step and paved that road out so we're going to walk we're going to reroute the tracks but the mind already knows this route we're just retraining it to go down the happiness path instead of replaying the uh, guilt shame sadness track once you realize that you do have the freedom once you see things in neutrality then you give the power back to yourself so i can do whatever i'd like i don't have to write these affirmations i don't have to listen to my parents I don't have to stay in this city. I can do whatever I want. And then the ego is very quiet. And then if we silence the mind a little bit, we bring the body to calmness. We bring the heart to love. We center ourselves in love and self-love and thus reflecting love for everything else. The soul is able to speak. The soul's whisper, the heart's whisper. The mind is loud. The heart is subtle. So we have to pay attention to be able to hear it. Awareness is our superpower. In the silence we see truth. In the quiet of the mind, we start to see the light. We start to hear the missing link, the missing note. And within that, <laughs> he's good, he won't touch you. <laughs> hey. Cha, 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 cha. <laughs> so in the quiet of, no, I don't have to do anything. I can do anything. Then what do I want to do? What do I really want to do? Maybe I just wanted to do that because I felt like I couldn't. A lot of times in relationships when people cheat, it's because they feel like they don't have any freedom. You know, like if a dog is um, on a leash and or he's just trapped in the house and then the dog gets out. He really just wanted to get out because he feel like because he because he felt like he couldn't. Or if someone, you know, you're in class and they say, don't talk. All of a sudden you want to talk even more. And that's the thing with yourself. If you try to limit yourself, if you try to make yourself do things, then you're going to feel a little bit trapped and you're not going to want to do them. Like, oh, I have to get up and meditate. No, I get to. This is an opportunity. I am creating my own reality, so I get to. And sometimes in this path, on this journey, we choose to go through phases where we purposefully embody what we are not to experience what we are after that we experience all the things that we don't want because if we didn't experience it then how would we know and we would be left wondering 
if I didn't, if I wasn't like a partier at one point, then that would just be curious, you know, what, 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 what is that life like, you know? Now I, I did it and, you know, it's fun, but I don't really like it that much, even though I still do it. Um, but I got to experience it. And then that place of non-judgment. I'm not going to judge myself for the, experience that I, the experiences that I have lived. If you do not judge yourself, you are stepping into a super human role. You are embodying freedom because everyone else around you wants to judge yourself, wants you to judge yourself so much because they are judging themselves. Because people preying on themselves results in people preying on each other. People judging themselves results in people judging each other. People trying to control themselves results in people trying to control other people. And thus the system is formed. Miserable people doing whatever they have to do to feel worthy of <laughs> of what? What what are you trying what are we trying to be worthy of? We're already worthy. It's funny how um like I, I don't I'm not really public about what I do. I'm kind of like I don't like to tell people it's like none of their business. But people are like, oh, you could really be something. Like, they see who I am. And then you're like, you could do something with that. Yeah, I know. But, and then, like, I tell... And then they find out I have followers on TikTok. And they're so impressed. And they're so interested. It's like, oh, it's so... It kind of uh, it triggers me. Because just me, enough, is not good enough. You have to be something to be worthy. You don't have to do any job to be awesome. You don't have to, con- like... All you have to do is just be. And that's already like so amazing. But that's how this system is set up. You have to reach this certain standard, have this certain achievement in order for you to be worthy enough, in order for you to contribute to the world. Such blasphemy, such lies. Do you feel like you have to be a certain way or do certain things or, you know, act in this certain or say these certain things to be worthy enough? No, just you as is. You could rot in your bed and you still would be beyond worthy because you are love. It's a simple birthright. It's not something you earn. You just are love. You just are amazing. The wind really agrees with that just by being you and then once you're coming from that place of love I don't have to do anything to be worthy I already am then you're going to follow that whisper of the heart what do I want to do and then when you're doing what you're wanting to do you're reflecting your soul essence what you came here to do because what what you desire are clues what you love they are clues what you like they are clues on what your purpose is, oh baby. On what your mission is. Hey, but she went. There are no mistakes. There are only experiences. 
The more you experience, the more you are able to alchemize and transmute. The more darkness you have delved into, the more light you are able to create from it. Your darkness is your most valuable asset when you choose to alchemize and transmute it. If you feel like you are evil, that's great. That's great. You're tapping into that. And now you get to go on the contrapository and make it something to give to the world. Because you are not evil. You are not dark. Well, you are dark and you are evil. But that is not, your, that is not the core of your essence. It is light. Even darkness is just the like, lack of light, the result of light. And what's even before light? Love. I am light. I am love. The trees agree. So there's nothing that you have to do. There's nothing that you have to be in order to be worthy. Being happy, being joyful is listening to the spirit, listening to the heart's whisper. Being aware of what makes you feel good. Being aware of what makes the soul feel good. What makes the body feel good. Not that spike reaction. Not that dopamine reaction that I get when I'm downing nachos. Oh, it tastes so fucking good. It's so salty. And then I feel like shit after. I'm just going to fuck this person and it feels so good. And then it's just after. And then it's like, oh, that didn't really feel good. <laughs> you know, it's that, it's that little whisper that's like, wait, this is really nice. Not that it's like, oh my God, it feels so good. <laughs> and of course they can, they can coincide, but who is driving the bus? You cannot serve two masters. This is a hard pill to swallow. Speaking to me primarily at this moment, this is a hard pill to swallow. You cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve the ego and the spirit. So what is your driving force? Awareness is your superpower. Do not question it because that's just Mr. Bread trying to overtake you. Trying to say, bah, 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 bah. if it sounds very repetitive, if it's very neurotic, if it makes your chest feel tight, then it is not intuition, it is anxiety. Intuition is calm. Intuition feels like your heart expanding. Put your hands over your chest, breathe deeply, get to a place of neutrality. Open your heart, step into the heart center. And then what you, what you seek will be very clear. Don't go searching, let it come. It will come to you. It will appear. The more you try to reach, the more you try to control, when the answers come, the more it's going to spiral out of control. Hi. The more we try to control, the more out of control it is going to get. And the universe has a huge sense of humor. She will knock you right on your ass. You say, no, I got this one. I, I know better because I'm just listening to my ego. This is what I want. This is what I feel comfortable with. This is what I'm planning on. No, she's going to say, psych. So you thought, huh? And remember, even if you are in this state of wanting things to happen your way remember how magnificent and intelligent your higher self and soul is 
It has a plan that your mind at this point knows not of. You will only see the truth of your intelligence, your heart-centered intelligence, when you pass, when you leave this earth journey. Emmett. (laughs) You have already laid this journey out for yourself. All you have to do is enjoy. And remember, happiness, it does take work because your brain is a computer. And if it keeps running on the tracks of shame, guilt, fear, then it's going to keep running on the tracks of shame, guilt, fear. But if you reprogram the tracks, you steer the bus onto a different track of unconditional love, of gratitude, of thanking whatever higher existence for this experience, then that's the tracks it's going to run on. Have a routine. You don't have to do it, but you get to do it. You have that opportunity. And if you're someone where discipline comes easy and you get to go to work even though you don't want to do it and you still go, that's really great. I'm not... Uh, I don't have, you know, we all have our strengths. That's something I'm working on, that discipline. But if you have discipline to go to work when you don't want to, then you better have discipline to work on yourself. It is the greatest project, the most necessary project you will ever work on. The best job, the most worth it job you will ever have. And if you put that job first, everything else is going to be amazing. Truly. If you put yourself first, then everything else is going to reflect it. Truly. (laughs) I love you. Thank you so much for tapping in. Have a beautiful morning, night, day.